0: It's June 8th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Kottnor.
0: Our top story today, lots of news around arms headed to Ukraine. Norway has provided about 20 M109 artillery shells with equipment and spare parts, as well as artillery ammunition to Ukraine. Their M109s were backfilled by new ones from South Korea. In another part of Europe, Poland and Ukraine have signed an arms deal, which the Polish Prime Minister characterized as Poland's largest arms export contract in the last 30 years. Ukraine is able to partially cover the costs of the new deal through funds it received from the European Union. One country that won't be sending any new weapons to Ukraine is Bulgaria. As yesterday, Bulgaria's prime minister said that his country had done enough to support Ukraine.
1: Yesterday, the World Bank Board of Executive Directors approved $1.49 billion of additional financing for Ukraine. The new financing is part of the total support package of over $4 billion that the World Bank is mobilizing, which is up from the earlier estimated $3 billion. Nearly $2 billion of this funding has been dispersed. Funding from this latest project will be used to pay for wages for government and social workers.
0: Speaking alongside Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, Turkey's Mevlut Shevasholu said earlier today that a United Nations plan to restart Ukrainian grain exports along a sea corridor was reasonable and requires more talks with Moscow and Kyiv to ensure ships would be safe. Any deal could involve a Turkish naval escort for tankers leaving Odessa and other Ukrainian ports, which are currently blockaded by Russia's navy, and onward to Turkey's straits and global markets. Lavrov said Ukraine needs to let merchant vessels leave its ports safely in order to reach an agreement on the commodities corridor.
1: Elsewhere, U.S. President Joe Biden dispatched a close advisor to personally deliver an invitation to Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro after concerns that his Brazilian counterpart was going to skip this week's summit in Los Angeles. Bolsonaro said he would attend the summit of the Americas only if Biden granted him a private meeting and also refrained from confronting him over some of the most contentious issues between the two men. A spokesperson for the U.S. State Department did not address questions about the requested preconditions, though the meeting was reportedly scheduled to take place on Thursday. Biden criticized Brazil for the rising deforestation in the Amazon while he ran for president two years ago, and Bolsonaro has been critical of Brazil's electoral system, which many analysts have seen as laying the groundwork to reject election results should he fail to secure a second term.
0: Cambodia denied again Tuesday that it will allow any Chinese military presence at a port where it and China are beginning an expansion this week. The expansion has prompted concern in the United States and elsewhere that it will be used by Beijing as a naval outpost on the Gulf of Thailand. Chief Government Spokesman Phi. Sifan Described the expansion of the Reim Naval Base as cooperation between China and Cambodia, and denied that the facility on the north side of the Cambodian base would be used in part by the Chinese military, adding that hosting a foreign military power would be a violation of Cambodia's constitution.
1: The Bank of Jamaica is preparing to issue a nationwide digital currency for the first time in its history. Jamaica had launched a small-scale eight-month pilot program last year before legislators on Friday approved a bill authorizing the government's bank to formally issue and back the digital currency. The move is expected to help many on the island of nearly 3 million people who don't have bank accounts.
0: Today, members of the European Parliament will vote on whether to mandate an end to the sale of new gasoline and diesel cars and vans from 2035. The revision of car and van CO2 standards legislation is a critical part of the Commission's Fit for 55 package and aims to put the industry, which accounts for a fifth of the block's greenhouse gas emissions, on track to meet the EU's long-term 2050 climate targets. In other just-as-important news, the European Council, Commission, and Parliament agreed to new rules aimed at reducing electronic waste, as they will now require all new devices on the market to include a USB-C charging port by the fall of 2024. And I say a fond farewell to the iPhone lightning charger.
1: Belgium's King Philippe arrived in the Democratic Republic of Congo Tuesday on his first visit to the former colony as monarch. The visit to the impoverished Central African country comes two years after Philippe offered a landmark apology for the wounds of the past and crimes committed under Belgium's colonial rule. According to the Congolese government, the Belgian delegation was to meet President Chessikadi To discuss the colonial past as well as current political relations.
0: In lighter news, researchers in the United Kingdom have found that an ancient Greek inscription on a 2,000 year old marble tablet is actually something resembling a yearbook for a graduating class, according to a new translation. The inscription sat in the National Museums of Scotland's collection for over 130 years without being properly looked at until researchers discovered the document, according to Peter Liddell of the University of Manchester. He referred to the inscription as a concise class book, which lists the names of young men within a cohort who finished their year-long civic and military training in what was called the Ephabate. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief, and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, Chris and I spoke with Caitlin Welsh, the Director of the Global Food Security Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Thanks to our new members and our longtime members for making these interviews possible. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources, and tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkopf talk with Ian Brimmer about his latest book. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.